Hello, and welcome to the Way Family Podcast, episode 91. We're gonna just take some time to just shake loose a little bit, relax, just dance it out. Welcome to episode 91. Wow, we've made it. We're nine episodes away from 100, so congratulations to us. Oh my gosh. Literally, as soon as we began recording, Fern started. Fern woke up. So uh, She might be going back to sleep. Hopefully. She's very fickle these days. We will see. We will see. All right. Well, Hannah, how has your week been? Well, let me see. Um, I had a good week this week. Um, I had a couple hard days. Um, yeah, just with parenting stuff and also not very much sleep. Because, um, well, Fern is, I think that this is what they call the four-month sleep regression. Um, but I don't think it's as bad as it could be. So, I mean, I'm thankful for that, but yeah, it's still, it's still pretty rough. Her napping's all over the place. And then at night she's, there's like a large section of the night where she doesn't want to eat, but also doesn't want to sleep and doesn't want to be put down. So it's, uh, you know figuring that out so I'm really tired and that kind of makes everything a little bit harder I guess when you're overly tired so um yeah we got to go on a fun hike on Saturday with Zach's sister and her husband and their dog and it was really fun it was hot. It's like already hot in California. I did not have enough cold weather. I hope it's not like getting hot for summer already. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think of if there's anything else to even talk about this week. I'm not oh, sure. Oh, we sold our car. We did sell our car, yeah. Yeah, our element. We sold the element. Sold it to somebody that we know and that we really like, so... That was good. Um, that's kind of a relief to to sell that. Yeah, we needed to we needed to sell that mm-hmm. to pay off credit card debt and prepare for taxes because Hannah's ten ninety nine this year and we did not do estimated income because I didn't. Well, we didn't think that she was going to make over the threshold, but apparently uh, she's getting a ten ninety nine. She would have gotten a 1099 either way. I don't, if you're familiar with taxes, then you know what that means. But it was my understanding that she wouldn't get 1099 unless she made over $20,000 in California. But it's over 600 Yeah, which is kind of ridiculous. So they'll get you for anything. Mm, yeah. Look out. You sell an iPhone over 600 bucks. You better report that on your taxes. Because... The government wants its money. But you paid for that. But Doesn't matter. You paid matter. for the iPhone. It's a financial gain. Oh my god! Double tax. Sneaky sneakers. 
Yeah. It's dumb. Okay. Yeah, you sell a car, financial gain. That's where oh. we got screwed last year. For selling For the selling Subaru? the Forester, yeah. Sad. I know. How was your week, hon? It was all right. I'm learning Adobe InDesign, Photoshop, and Lightroom, which is a lot of stuff to be learning. I've been taking classes on it, and I feel like I'm getting there. I think by the time I finish all these classes, I will probably be a like graphic designer, pretty much. So that's fun, but it's also like that's pretty much all I did this week was take classes but that's interesting stuff though yeah it's interesting but it was like i was making fake catalogs for a fake company oh that's like that's what i was doing kind of lame so yeah anyways that that was fun and and all and it's a really good class like i really like the guy who teaches the class um so i'm taking it through udemy which i really like i think i mentioned that before i like it a lot more than skillshare even though it is a little bit more expensive but i got a 200 hundred dollar class for 15 bucks and actually i got uh i got a couple i got i got four classes i got a photography class which is pretty odd but it's product it's small product photography and jewelry which is kind of silly but I do have to take photos for small products for the company that I work at. So it is applicable, but I mean, it's not like a fun photography, like portraits and, you know, whatever. So, yeah, Hmm. that's how my week was. Um, Yeah, prepared for selling the car, got it all ready, got it detailed and um, cleaned out. And yeah, it was good. But um, besides our week... We decided, Hannah decided, to talk about emotions for this episode. Mm-hmm. This has been an, a topic that has been intriguing to her lately. But before we get into that topic, we've got two, well, actually three, but two voicemails to listen to and respond to. And I'll play those now. Hey, Zach and Hannah. Uh, my name is Sarah, and... Wow, I definitely did not think about what I was going to say before I started. Um, basically, I love listening to your podcast, um, but the last couple episodes you guys have been putting out have been Horrible. amazing. So I just wanted to say keep up the good work because um, there's a lot of people out there like me who have a lot in common with you and who love just listening to you guys talk things out. I've been loving what you've been saying about the personalities. Um, Hannah, you and I are like the exact same <laughs> personalities um, with everything. I'm a two on the Enneagram, so that's fun. I'm also a mom. I have one uh, little baby. He's uh, six months old now. So I definitely empathize with everything um, that you guys share about parenting, but I only have one kid, so <laughs> um, it's nice to hear from someone who's a little bit further down the road than me, because um, it's hard. It's so good, but it's hard, and, you know, people that aren't parents don't see that. So it's really refreshing to hear um, a good um, Christian perspective on that. I listen to your podcast every week while I'm walking with my baby in the stroller because that's one of the only things he likes right now. <laughs> um, 
So yeah, just keep up the good work. Um, you guys are so cool. I feel like we're friends, even though we don't know each other. Um, yeah, thanks so much for what you do, for sharing your hearts and your lives. That really means a lot. So hi from Virginia, from Sarah, and Everett is my baby. Let me see if he'll say anything. I like you say that hi. Name. <laughs> oh. I don't know if you can hear that. <laughs> Anyways, all right. I hope you guys have a good week, and I can't wait to listen to the next episode. Bye. Oh, thank you, Sarah and Everett. We did hear that. That was really cute. That's awesome. Thank you for the message. That was so sweet. Uh, do you know what? <laughs> what? I'm I'm like ex- I am so excited that. Um, our Google Voice wasn't canceled. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say when we got that email, I was like, I thought this was gonna be canceled. I was like, no, but I'm really glad because it's fun to hear from our listeners because you guys listen to us. Um, over wow, over two hundred and five thousand hours of us. Um, well, collectively, <laughs> yeah. collectively, you have listened to that many hours. So um, it's cool to be able to hear from the people who listen because... You basically live with us. That's like, what, a year? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how many hours that is, but that's like a long time. I think that's more than a year. I'm going to do the math. Do you remember the, the first episode that we did, honey? Vaguely. I remember the third episode we did, which was actually episode two, because we did episode zero, zero, zero. Um, Do you remember who the second episode was with? Caleb and Ariana. Yeah. Yeah. It's fun. And it was like, it was so fun, but also like it was just a bad recording. <laughs> yeah. Also, also that makes me um uh, remember that I have to apologize for the recording last week. Our audio interface is definitely on its last leg and we recorded in a different room that I had not EQ'd for. So there was a lot of room noise. And the previous week, the sound machine was on and so... Our audio quality has just been horrible. I know you guys probably don't care, but I care. And um, it makes me feel a little bad. But anyways, thanks you. Thanks you. Thanks you, Sarah. Yes, thank you, Sarah. And and Everett. Yeah, that um, is a cool name. I like that too. Yeah. There was a band, actually, I, side note. Um, there's this band called Mailing and the Sons of Disaster, which um, the lead vocalist, the like main guy, Dallas Taylor, was in Under Oath, and he did a little side project with someone else. I don't know who that guy was. I don't really remember, but he did a side project called Everett, and it was all like piano music, and it was really good, and I liked it, so that's just what... Wait, speaking Everett... of piano, sorry, this is not to do with Everett, but it's to do with piano. Okay, go. Justin Timberlake on the Super Bowl playing piano was so good. Well, the whole thing was so good, except the beginning. I could not really hear him singing. I don't think he was singing at all. Like, I really don't think his microphone was on because he was dancing like 90% of the time. And then you couldn't hear. Yeah, you couldn't hear him. But it was so it was definitely lip syncing. Well, after that, anyways, it was really good. And yeah, it was just so good. We were having a little dance party with Forrest, and so way to go, Justin Timberlake. And also, his new album is good. All right, we've got a second voicemail here. Let's listen to it. 
Hey, Hannah and Zach. Um, my name's Amanda. I am from Dallas, Texas. Um, oh. I have been following Hannah on Tumblr for Tumblr. forever. Um, I think Tumblr. actually the first time I started following her was when um, you guys announced that you were pregnant with Forrest. So it's been a while. Um, and I was super excited whenever you guys said to do a podcast. So I listen to it almost every week and really enjoy getting to just hear honest people talking about things that are applicable to my life. Um, I'm also now part of the Young Living family through Hannah and oh. have really been enjoying Ooh. all of her advice too. Um, I do have two questions for you. Um, the first question is kind of maybe a little bit more geared to Hannah, but obviously that can um, add commentary to it. Um, my husband and I are in a small group at our church. Um, we go to this really big church that has like thousands of people in it. And so we got paired with a small group. And while we really like them, um, a lot of the couples are like three to four years older than us. And so it's kind of hard to relate to them because a lot of them already have kids or are dealing with trying to have kids or infertility issues. And my husband and I are a little bit on the younger side. And so we're just not at that page in our life. And so while we really do like hearing all the advice and experience put through those couples, it's just really hard to relate to everyone in that group. And so my question is, do you think that it would be of interest for my husband and I to go look at other churches to see if there's younger people that are married and that can relate to us, or is it better to just kind of stick it out and use their advice to our advantage? Um, yeah, just wanted to hear what you think about that. And then my second question is kind of geared towards Zach, but again, if Hannah wants to add anything to it, she can. Um, I have been working in the medical field for the past two years, and I'm thinking about going to go to grad school. And my concern with going to grad school is there's a part of me that doesn't feel like I have enough experience yet to go to grad school, but then I also feel like I hear from everyone, oh, go to school before you start. Oh, I think she finishes her thought for the second question in the second voicemail. So why don't you go ahead and give your thoughts on the first question? Um, okay, I was thinking about it and I can kind of see both sides of it because my first reaction was, um, was to, it reminded me of when I was in a small group. It was it was a women's Bible study, and I was in a small group with, uh, like women of all different ages. Like there was like some grandmas, and there was some like that were like my mom's age, and some that were like older than me, like with older, like but still like elementary age kids. And then there was like only one other mom that was like the same age as me. And I remember the first day that I went there, I was like, I do not know anybody in this group. And they're all older than me. 
and like I just I was like oh I don't know about this but then like <clears throat> I was so encouraged by all all of them because everybody had different stuff to offer and I think that um I don't know how long you've been going to that small group but I think that um well it might be hard to relate to them I think that you have something to offer them and I think they have something to offer you you know so um like in terms of like encouragement and you know just being in community together but then on the other side I also get that um it's hard to be really close with people who you really don't relate to but I mean I don't think that's a reason to not if that makes sense what do you think hun yeah that makes sense um I think as I was listening to the voicemail, and I listened to it when you sent it, and I just listened to it again, I don't think that Hannah has listened to this before. But no. So I was just think rethinking over the scenario, and I thought that it was interesting that you do like listening to the podcast, and we have two kids, so we're a little bit uh, farther along than you, but somehow still relatable. Mm -hmm. And I understand that some people with kids might not, be so necessarily relatable but there definitely are things that you can learn from them and things that they've gone through that you will go through or are going through mm -hmm. i think that my advice would just be to ask specific questions to situations that you're dealing with because they might have some advice for you but then also just maybe you should let them know that like hey like i'm not where you guys are at and so, like, yeah, just be aware of that. Because I think a lot of times, like, parents are so caught up in their own thing, they don't recognize where another person is coming from. And they don't have that experience. And so they'll be talking about boring parenting stuff forever and not realizing that they are not relating to... We used to do that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. But then also, I think, don't don't write off yourself... Because you're younger and, and like not even think about the fact that you, you do have something to offer them too in terms of community. community. <clears throat> so, um, so yeah, just think about that too and how you might be able to bless them just by being a part of their group. You know, you never know what you could be able to teach them, you know, so. Right. And it's always hard to switch churches and it might take a while for you guys yeah. to get plugged in. Um, it is at, hard to at switch like churches. like a new at a new place and a new group and things like that because that things are just like awkward and weird and good relationships take time and maybe maybe there's some good relationships you could find but it will just take time. Mhm. Mm all right, let's see what this uh second question is all about. Hey, this is Amanda again. I guess my questions were a little too long for the voicemail, but just to really quickly finish the uh rest of that second question. Um, I just wonder from Zach, do you think it's better to go ahead and apply to school and risk it kind of being a little bit more difficult because I don't have as much, ex as much of experience, or do you think that maybe I should take like another year or two, but then obviously kind of risk either just life getting in the way or, um, anything kind of just getting in the way from that. Um, really enjoy your podcast and everything that you guys do. Keep up the podcast. I know a lot of people don't use the voicemail, 
but it was actually really fun getting to do this. So hope to hear back from you guys soon. Bye. Oh, <laughs> thanks, Amanda. Um, here would be my advice. Always do what you can with what you have where you are. And obviously, like going back to school is going to be difficult and it's going to be difficult in especially if you're like going to be going back to getting a like like a big boy degree. I don't Is that the right word? No. A secondary degree. Big girl. Big girl degree. You know what I mean? Big girl. That's a, OK. Yeah. Like none of them big, sound good. Yeah. None of them <laughs> sound good. We should just stop. you want to get a big girl degree. <laughs> Uh, well um, a master's degree yeah a master's so like that's going to be difficult no matter what like there's no easy master's degree and so it's going to be difficult now or it's going to be difficult in five years it's it's just a, maybe a little bit you might have a little bit more experience but the cool thing about being young and i'm not saying that you're young i'm just like the well she said that she was younger well okay the cool thing about being young, I'm thinking about the engineers that we have at our um, at our company, is that you don't know what you don't know. And when you're older, you kind of get set in your own ways and things are become difficult and you're like, I can't do that. And you've kind of, over the years, tricked yourself into believing that like you can't do certain things or like you don't know that and so you can't try it but when you're young there's a little bit more of a freedom and mentally to try things that you don't know and mm-hmm. and do things that you don't know because you don't know that you can't do it and so you just try like you just yeah. do it and so i'd say do it now because without a doubt life will get in the way yeah. life will always get in the way there will always be an excuse for you to not do it, especially yes. if like you and your husband do want kids eventually. Like it will, I mean, it will. It it's still possible, I'm sure. But just thinking about right now, like either of us doing a school, especially like a master's program, sounds like hell. Yeah. But that's just for our. I'm not like that's gonna happen to you if you have kids. But I'm just saying, kids kind of complicate everything. They're like life's greatest blessings also but they also complicate a lot of things so you know just something else to think about yeah before you have kids before you get married you you have the most freedom that you will have mm-hmm. and so it's best to utilize that as i don't think before you get married i mean i guess you have a little bit more freedom but i think that the freedom I'm really not... diminishes when you when you have kids I'm not saying I'm not I'm not saying when you you make sacrifices for the things that are important to you. And so when you get married, it's not like your life becomes boring and dull and you have to say no to everything. It's that you say yes to your spouse. And when you have kids, it's that you say yes to your kids and Mm -hmm. saying yes to them means saying no to other things. It is. And it is less freedom. So. I mean, it's the same amount of freedom, but you've already, like, partitioned parts of that freedom towards the things that are important to you. I'm not saying, like, your life ends when you have kids. I'm not saying your life gets more boring. I know, but I was saying, I was thinking, like, in the broader sense, like, when you're married, you still, like, you still have a lot of freedom. I mean, you are, you do have to make sacrifices for each other, but, like, I don't know. I think that it's, I know what you're saying, but I'm just trying to explain another side of it. 
So. So I would say go for it and don't worry about not having enough experience because the more mistakes you make, the more experience that you will get. And that's just kind of the way that life goes, you know? So I would say start and fail fast because if you don't start, you will not fail. And if you do not fail, then you will not learn from your mistakes. You will never learn. So, yeah, there's nothing wrong with failing um, because you always learn and grow from your failures. And so fail fast. Yeah, that's what I would say. Start start it. Do it. And do it now. Um, anyways. <laughs> hey! <laughs> do it now! Do it now! <sighs> yeah, I would say, yeah, for sure, I think that if that's something that you're passionate about and that's what you think that your next career step is and you think that you need to have a little bit more of a like degree in order to do what you want to do, then you should do that. There's nothing that is holding you back and a lack of experience is not something that should hold you back. Because you will learn as yeah, you go. Yeah, you're going to school. <laughs> yeah, to learn. Yeah, so anyways. Hannah, what? you wanted to talk about emotions. Oh, boy. Let's get into it. <laughs> Let's make this quick because we only got about uh, 25 I minutes. I have so much to say. Okay, well, get into it. Why okay. did you want to talk about emotions? What made you want to talk about emotions? Okay, I will tell you the thought process behind this. So I was just going, I was just thinking about like I'm I'm an emotional spender and I remember the first time I realized this was when Zach and I had first started dating like just started dating this summer we started dating and I was going to school in Oregon and he like was leaving my house for the last time before I like moved up to Oregon and we had only been dating for like two months, but I was like, we already knew we were going to get married. And, um, and he had left on the train and then I cried so much. And I mean, it was really sad because I didn't, I knew I wasn't going to see him at least until like Thanksgiving or something. So obviously I was really sad. And on the way back to my house, I stopped at Forever 21 and I spent like an entire paycheck. And Forever 21. Those are the days. Those are the days. This is like Fast eight years Hannah. ago. Well, yeah, it was like eight years ago. Did you buy acid wash jeans with um that were distressed? No, but those were so cool. I would totally still wear those if I had those are like one of my best pairs of jeans. I remember that date too. Okay. Anyways, throwback to our first date. Oh, that was a first date. Oh, you're right. Okay. So, anyways, that happened, and then like I kind of that is like the experience that always comes up in my brain when I think about things. Like when I'm at Target, if, if I'm like, I'm always tempted to go like by the clothes and Mm-mm. by the shoes Mm-mm. and like you know just stuff just that don't do it i know i know that but i'm just saying and that's what i like always think back to is like why do, i don't need any clothes and i don't need any shoes so is there something going on that make this make me feel like i need to have this like little 
like adrenaline rush. Not adrenaline rush. What's the thing? Dopamine. Dopamine. It's like a dopamine fix, which is dopamine is like the feel good thing in your brain and serotonin. I don't know. I don't know. I have no idea what I just said. I don't even think that's true. <laughs> but I've just heard the word dopamine. and I know it's related to things like that. So anyways, I'm an emotional shopper. And then I was kind of thinking about like the ways that I deal with emotions and how like not all of them are really the healthiest and like some are fine. Yeah, I remember getting a text from you when you were at your parents and it <laughs> with no context. It just said <laughs> um like unhealthy, unhealthy ways, ways I, I deal, deal with, with emotions. I was just I had to like talk it out. <laughs> this this I this, had to talk this, it this. out. And okay, and I'll tell you, I'm gonna just be super real. I'm just gonna say it. So emotional shopping is one of them. I think it was because we had recently had a conversation about money and then I went up to my parents' house and then I was just like thinking about it. Like, why is this why is it so difficult for me like to n- not spend money all the time, you know, on stuff that I don't really need. But so emotional shopping is one um sweets is another one sometimes alcohol not like i'm not like an alcoholic but i mean like i'll have something if i've had a bad day i'm like i need wine you know and i know that that's like kind of a funny thing that moms always say but yeah have you seen those wine glasses that say like um They've got like dash marks on the outside of them and it says, yes. oh, they have coffee cups too, but it's like, don't talk to me, still wait, and then, okay, yeah, now you can talk to me. I think that's mostly coffee. Oh, I've seen it on wine glasses. Yeah, the that's like a really funny thing for people, uh, like for moms to, I don't know, it's just like a thing with moms and wine, and I don't think there's anything wrong with liking wine, but... I was realizing that I don't I don't like to have it just like for fun unless I'm like out. So like when I'm home and I'm like, Ugh, I need alcohol. It's usually because I've had a bad day or something. And, you know, sometimes it's nice to unwind. But like, I don't think that I was always using it just to unwind. So that was another one. And then just like distracting myself with my phone is my other one. So and then I was like, well, what? are like what is a healthy way to deal with your emotions like what what is that and so that's how I got that's how I got thinking so and you wanted to talk about because I definitely do not have the answer and I don't think we have enough time to even think about what the answer is of productive ways to deal with your emotions yeah productive ways and like that's I, I kind of wanted this episode to kind of pose that question to you guys and I don't know, get your feedback and see what you think, like, what are your healthy ways of dealing with emotions or what, what would you say is a good way of dealing with emotions? I really like washing my face after I cry a lot. So I am am starting, I'm going to try to do that instead of go on my phone or like go eat like ice cream or something like that. I'm going to really try to, I'm going to have ice cream after this. (laughs) I'm not, um, because when I when I wash my face, it's like I can finish the cry and then I can wash it all off. And then as I'm doing that, it's like I can process through that a little bit. I think that's why I like doing that so much. So I'm thinking Wait, of that. Wait, you like time to process your emotions? Well, I have to process it instead of just like stuffing it and like going on on my phone to distract me from hmm. my pain. Hmm. 
That's interesting. Shut up. That that is interesting. You get pissed off with me when I want time to process. No, that is different when we are. No. That is when we're in a fight, <laughs> and I want to talk. Obviously, I'm mad because I'm different than you when we're fighting. Okay, well, let's talk about the difference between guys and girls emotional. Oh, jeez. Emotionally, because that's one this of the things that you so want to talk general. about. So right? general. Yeah, obviously it's general, but ninety percent of the listeners are girls. Yeah, okay, so what we were talking about yesterday was how, obviously, me and Zach deal with emotion very differently, and because he doesn't show it as outwardly as I do, I kind of subconsciously feel like he doesn't have, not like he doesn't have emotions, I know that he has emotions, he's not, like, robotic, but I just think that, like, he doesn't have them Often, I guess. Sometimes you do think that I am robotic. <laughs> so. Wait, what? That's an, it's some like, okay, when we're having an argument or when you're, okay, when you're very emotional, we're not even having an argument. You're just, you're very emotional. And I like have to take a step back mentally. You get pissed off at me because I'm not like engaging with yeah. you in your emotion. Because it, and it feels and you're like, very isolating. And you're like, you don't have any feelings. You don't care about my emotions. I've never said that. I've, I'm trying, if I'm like having a problem, is, are you talking about in a fight or just like in general? In general. No. I think that it is like, I was also just thinking about this when I washed my face after I cried tonight. <laughs> I cry a lot. It's fine. Fern um, is, is cutting her, her first teeth a little bit early. <sighs> And it has been it has been an emotional week for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when I like having this, like the way that I'm dealing with my emotions, it can be really isolating because I feel like it's too much for like everybody. And it feels really lonely. It feels really lonely because I don't want to like. I don't know. I feel like it's annoying or I don't know. It's just hard because I can't, I feel like I can never like fully express them to like anybody because I just have, well, they're you're, big. Yeah. Your emotions are like external. Mm-hmm. What are, what are my emotions? Are they external? <laughs> um, usually not. Right. So what's the the difference between us is that your emotions are external and big and my emotions are internal and small. Festery. Wow. <laughs> Blistering. Oh. Festering. Oh my. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh yeah. But that's another thing with yours is that it's hard to figure out which emotion is actually happening because they all kind of manifest themselves the same way. It's like when you're angry cleaning, I'm like, oh, what is happening? And it could be like one of three things. It could be like you're hurt because nobody cares about the mess or like you're mad that I'm not doing it or you're sad about something at work. Like it's like, which of these could be happening right now? (laughs) See, and that's interesting because you... Put my emotions in a box. I think, yeah, I guess I do. 
Because I don't know how to figure you out, man. What if I was stressed out and I was using cleaning as something to distract me from the anxiety that's going on in my head? Yeah, it could be that also. But it's also been all of those other things, you know? Right. It has been those other things. But just because it's been those other things doesn't mean that that's I know. I was just is. giving examples. And so, like, that's, like, when you're doing that, I'm like, I have to try to get, I'm trying to gauge the situation. And we're like, do I need to apologize for something? <laughs> or is this just a stress thing? Well, or? here's here's my advice to you. Just back off. Just like, don't do anything. Because here's the thing, and this it is a, ba- It feels wrong to do that. This is a generalization, but like, guys w- w- internalize and work out their emotions by but themselves. Do you work them out, or yes. do you just like squish them down more and it becomes a super compact thing, like those squishy washcloths that Forrest got? Oh, the dry freezed washcloths <laughs> yes. when you put them in water, they unfold? <laughs> yeah. Those are so dumb and they're so scratchy. It's like, why? <laughs> it's fun for kids to do, though. Yeah. Well, anyways. No, I think that, um, yeah, the generalization is that guys shove down their emotions and don't deal with them. Mm-hmm. And that might be true for the majority of guys. But there's also, like, guys... But no guy will say that they do that, though. No guy will say, I shove down my emotions and don't deal with them. They'll no, never so, admit no, to that. No, some guys will. Some guys will. I don't think so. I've never met but one. But here's also the thing, is that guys, and this is this is all generalization, all that I'm basing this off of is the majority of guys that I know in my life and the majority of girls that I know in my life. But even if you think back to TV shows that you have watched, this is how guys are generally portrayed and this is how girls are generally portrayed, is that guys try to distance distance themselves from emotions and process things logically and distance themselves from the emotional aspect of things. So while something might make them sad, something might make them angry, they try to internalize that and then take a step back and then move past the situation. And girls generally take a step in and dwell in that emotional state is that generally true yeah yeah i'm not trying to throw girls under the bus but i think that it is true that like girls express their emotions externally guys relate to their emotions internally it's not that guys don't have emotions guys have emotions we just process it differently Mm -hmm. but i think that that could be communicated better like if you're having like you will almost always know what I'm feeling but I mean and I know that's overwhelming at times but I almost never know what you're feeling I mean when you're like feeling upset or something it's I can I almost never know for sure like which of it which it is like if I'm stressed you know that I'm stressed if I'm sad you know that I'm sad but like for you of the negative emotions I think that you could communicate that better to me, not by crying or well, like yelling. This is, this is what I'm thinking is in those situations, I'm thinking, is this a logical and reasoned, is this an appropriate response or is it not? But I still want to know that though. If you're feeling, if you're like, I'm feeling stressed or I'm feeling frustrated that this is like this. 
I still want to know that. Not like so I can like help you figure out your emotions, but just so I can know. You know what I mean? Right. Well, I'll use this as an example. I come home from work. I've had a stressful day and everything is like messy. And I'm frustrated about that. I'm angry about that. So I'm going to clean. The cleaning is not me working through my emotions. It is me solving the problem that made me frustrated. Mm-hmm. Right? So think about like your reactions to things. When I react to things, like I might get emotional, I might get frustrated, I might get angry about something, but in that process, I'm trying to make the wrong right. Mm-hmm. And I, if I'm having emotions about something, I have to like take a step back from the problem and have my emotions and then regroup myself and then deal with the problem. Right, and I just want to deal with it immediately. Mm-hmm. But that's also like I'm a lot more confrontational than you, so I just like charge into things head on. <laughs> But I also think that that's like a guy and girl thing too. Well, generally, but because I remember before, like when we were dating and when I was like having an issue or something and crying about something, you would always just want to fix it. And I'm like, I was like, just let me be sad. Like, just be here for me and like, listen to me. You don't have to fix my problems. Well, when you explain something to me, this is what I'm thinking. Okay, this is the problem. This is how you can fix it. So I know, but that's that what I'm you need saying to do. You don't, you don't want to be sad? Then this is what you should do. I know, but that is not connecting with me. Right. And that's like, that is the, so that's the thing that I crave in that moment. Like when, like earlier when I was crying and you came to me and hugged me, that was connecting. That is what I need in like my big emotions. And for you, it's like the opposite. Right. So Well, because for me, a hug is not fixing the problem. But the hug is not fixing. Yeah, it's not. It's being there for me and my, my emotions because that the problem I was crying about is not something that you could have fixed anyways. Right. Well, maybe I could have, but that's beside mm. the point. Here is something interesting that you, Hannah, will be interested by. Oh, wow. Yeah. (laughs) Those words. Those words. (laughs) Um, This is from healthguidance.org. I just feel so stupid saying that. But um, I was pooping on the toilet (laughs) and um, just looked up like emotional differences between guys and girls and read through a couple articles and I came across this one and this is what it said. Often emotional differences between men and women come down to their physiological makeup. For example, while the same group of neurons in the brain of both men and women process emotional experiences of fear and aggression, these neurons are connected to different regions in the brain in men and women. For women, these neurons connected to areas of the brain regulating internal areas of the body, thus focusing on aspects such as her hormones, blood pressure, pressure, and respiration. On the other hand, these same neurons in men will connect to areas of the brain that are focused on external areas, including vision and movement. 
this will cause a significant difference in the behavior of man and wo- of a man and woman expressing the same stressful oh, situation. That's like like when we have a fight and we both were like mean to each other. That's why I want to like that's why you want to go breathe, figure it out away from my emotions. And when I'm having my emotions, then I want you to like connect with me and be there with me. But it's the same thing we're experiencing, but that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, so generally the way that we approach emotions is different. Yeah. And because of that, like we need to give each other a little bit more grace when dealing with emotions, especially because guys have the same amount of emotions as girls. You think you have the same amount as me? Yes. The same amount? I think uh the same amount. Yep. I'm <gasps> going to I'm going to go out on a limb and I'm going to say the same amount. That I makes just, me so happy. Well, you really do think I am a robot, don't you? No, I don't think you're Stop saying that. I don't think you're a robot. I just I don't if you, okay, I know that my I have a lot of emotions and I know you think I have a lot of emotions. So you saying that you also have the same amount, it makes me happy about that. Your emotions might be bigger than mine, but that mm-hmm. doesn't mean that I don't have them. Mm-hmm. Your emotions might be expressed externally, but that doesn't mean that I know that mine I are... know that mine are expressed externally. Yes, I know, but I'm saying you saying that is very interesting to me. But I think it also comes down to personality. And so while I don't want to throw this into like the two gender thing, I also think that it comes down to personality styles. And there are like people who are fixers and people who are thinkers and people who are um like who process things externally and people who process mm-hmm. things internally and so I don't want to like throw everyone under the bus, make sweeping generalizations, but for me, I process emotions internally and I deal with them logically. You process emotions externally and do not deal with them logically. Mm-mm. Like I know when I'm having a feeling that is not logical, when I'm having an emotion that's not logical. And sometimes I will act on that emotion, and uh, but a lot of times I'll catch myself and be like, that's dumb. For instance, what's the difference between you and I driving? In, in the same situation, <laughs> what is the difference? <laughs> I don't know. Don't. Tell me. Tell me <laughs> what the difference is. Um, like what situation? Like okay, we're driving. Situation? We're driving to church, and there's traffic, and there's a slow driver in the fast lane. Oh, oh, that's my pet peeve. Um, well, you will just usually say, "What are you doing in the fast lane? Get over!" <laughs> and I take it personally. <laughs> I get so mad. I get so mad. Especially, especially if they speed up when I try to pass them. I, that is, it makes me very angry. And I will also, I like, I'm talking this entire, I'm like narrating 
my my thoughts and my feelings as I'm doing this. Forrest, Forrest is always like, I forgot about this, but we were driving the chiropractor and the a guy in front of me did, or someone that was merging right in front of me, not merging, but I mean, moving from the slow lane to the fast lane in front of me, like right as I was about to go around them. Um, and they didn't use their blinker. And I was like, oh my gosh. Or I like, I said something. I was like, use your blinker. And Forrest was like, yeah, car, use your blinker. It's not that hard. Oh my gosh. And I have said that exact same thing. And I was like, ooh, buddy. <laughs> Maybe we want to just, we don't have to talk like that. That's, mommy shouldn't talk like that. So that's just an wow. example. Yeah, he was well, like, no, that, he was like sticking up for me, like that. He was like, yeah, it was like it was sweet, but I was also like, oh, I've literally said those exact words, so maybe I should tone it down a bit. I always um call cars by the name of the car, like the driver is a Mercury or an Explorer, <laughs> or you know, we used to call um before we had a Honda Element. There was like a Honda Element that was like mean to us in traffic or something, and we're like Honda Smellament. <laughs> We try to like make the names poop or fart related. <laughs> nice. No, you too. Okay, well, that was not necessarily the reaction that I, the the um the answer that I was looking for, but I think oh. that 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 goes to sh- like that that works towards proving like there's a difference between you and I because. Sometimes you get mad too and you're like, yes, you I will get mad and I'll talk to them. But then I will like, I'll either slow down and like take a deep breath and then just drive 65 miles an hour oh. or you're talking about speed <laughs> or I will pass them. But yeah, what I will always pass them. What, it, what do we call people? Okay. Think back to when we had the element and you were driving that all the time. What do we call people who change their speed frequently? When they're driving on the freeway. Oh, no. Emotional driver. Yeah. And why? Because they are going slow and fast and slow and fast. Right. But it's not. It's usually because they're probably talking to somebody. Right. And when they get excited, they go faster. Yeah. And then they slow down when they're not as excited. Or they'll go faster when they think that someone is trying to pass them. And they get like defensive and think that oh someone's trying to pass me I must go faster I, I can't of, let them go in front of me I can't I do that's that what sometimes. you do that, no not no, all the time I sometimes do that the and then but when I realize it because that's the thing that I hate and I was like oh it's really low of me to do that and then I should have just gone over the in this little lane so sometimes I realize it and then I'm just like okay pride you can back off a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> But not all the time. Yeah, but guys definitely have a big problem with pride. Yeah. Yeah, I'll be honest. I had to get um the car smogged, and I just had the starter replaced in the car. And so all of the tests had not run um properly, and so I had to drive. I looked it up online. I had, anyways, all the tests hadn't checked out internally in the car's computer. And so I had to drive below 55 miles an hour for all of the tests to run. And it's like, how are you going to drive for like seven minutes below 55 miles an hour, but over 40 miles an hour? You got to get on the freeway. And so I got on the one and I drove 
55 miles an hour and there was a bunch of people passing me. The one is not a freeway. That's okay. a regular road. The speed limit is 55. No, it's 65. On the one? On the one. Outside yeah. of Wasco? Yes. It, Honey, I promise it's 55. Well, anyways, <laughs> oh, uh, you're wrong. I'm right. No, I, I, will, I <laughs> and promise. And let me just tell you that I I, as I was driving this, I could not, it was like so difficult for me to drive and maintain like below 55 miles an hour. I don't know why, but I guess that really doesn't boring. have anything to do with emotions. So It's boring. You were saying pride. Were people passing you? Well, yeah, there was people passing me and it was 65. You know, when you're driving past Vandenberg, that is 65. Oh, that that's is different. The one oh, you went that way? Yes, yes. That I was thinking way. like. I, I said outside of Wasco. That's different. Oh, well, I was an orchid. <laughs> okay. Well. Anyways, um, I think that guys and girls process their emotions differently, but just because they process them differently generally doesn't mean that um, guys don't have emotions. And it doesn't mean that they also can't understand each other. So I think that we can come to some sort of understanding and we mm-hmm. can relate to each other. And I think that it is healthy to take a step back and think through, like, what are ways that you, how do you process emotions and what are the unhealthy ways that you process emotions? Maybe mm-hmm. what what can be some more positive ways? Well, Zach suggested running and I think that that would be really good. I would like it. I would like to have it be hiking, but I don't. I mean, it's not like I can be doing much processing when I'm on a hike with two kids. So, um, I don't know. I'm running and washing my face. I remember when I was really sad or when I was really angry, like nine, ten o'clock at night. I would just go for a run. When was this? When I was in college and before when I was in high school. Mm. And I would just go running, and um, that was how I dealt with it, and it gave me some time to process the emotions that I was having, and then I was like, yeah, those are dumb, like, that was a dumb way to react to the situation, mm-hmm. and then it allowed me to kind of get on top of it, All right, so uh, there are healthy ways and non-healthy ways, and if every single emotion that you have needs, like, you go running, <laughs> to process it or to forget it or to deal with it like that's probably not well i think it's more like in i don't know i don't know or like if it's like a general overarching like a like a period of time where i feel really lonely or i don't know that's kind of the thing that i'm i'm also talking about not just like in the moment emotions it's like you know like a period of depression or i mean not like and then you go out and buy a bunch of clothes yeah stuff like that yeah i think think running can be good for that long term and because working out is just really good for you know your endorphins and whatever yeah yeah i definitely understand and agree there's times when like i feel like i'm just kind of a boring dad and so i want to go out and buy like trendy clothes and i'll find myself like in the midst of shopping and then Online, of course, because I'm not going to go to a store because that takes too long and then I have to deal with people. But I just, 
I catch myself and I'm like, what am I doing? This is stupid and pointless. And I like, why would I even do that? Okay. I literally, the thing for me is online shopping because it's just really easy, especially now like on Instagram where it's like you could just do it right in Instagram and you know, PayPal is so easy to use. It's, it's bad. I'll just say I'm paying off PayPal credit okay i'm just there's another thing of it's another thing of transparency here but um i like this week alone i have closed down like carts full of stuff and been like what why do i think that i can just buy this right now like what like why do i think that i can just do this so and then i'm just like exited out and it's like it really does take a moment of logic and it's not like I'm like I'm sad I need to go buy something it's just like I'll be you know distracting myself with Instagram or distracting myself with my phone and then it just it's just a natural occurrence from you know the emails and I don't know so I'm just gonna go right into recommendations because my recommendation one of mine is the we've already I know we've recommended this before but the um unroll me is that what it is yeah unroll.me unroll.me and there is a app for it too and you can unsubscribe from a ton of emails all at once like you just click all the places you want to stop getting emails from and you can do all the shops if you want all the like businesses and stuff and um and then you can also get like a daily email that has all like it's called your roundup and it's like the the just the ones that you want, but it's all in one email. So that's a really helpful thing. I have a couple other recommendations. Um, I'd like to recommend the Mint app, which we've recommended before for sure. Um, but mm-hmm. that helps you keep track of your budget. And you you put in your budget, you put in what you want to spend in each category. It automatically reads and it's super secure because it's through Intuit, which runs TurboTax. and a bunch and quicken and all of that but um you put in your budget and then it gives you alerts when you're over and so that's gotten in hannah hannah in a lot of trouble Mm -hmm. Um, because i don't even look at that app but i'm going uh, to so i get notifications and i'm like huh we're over our budget for clothing this month by two hundred (laughs) dollars okay well you know Maybe that was an exaggeration. (laughs) But maybe it wasn't. (laughs) All right. Hit us with the last recommendations. Well, I thought you were... Okay. I have a couple more. Um, Another one is a band slash girl. I think it's just a girl. Okay. Side note. I'm like obsessed with Isley and like I follow them on Instagram and I just really like them. I, I, I like them... I like them a lot. And so this girl, her band name or whatever is called Wildernessa. So just Wilderness with an A at the end. And I really like her music. And I also mostly really like following her on Instagram. She just had a baby like a little bit after for an, I think, month or two. And <clears throat> she's her stories are really, really real. And she talks a lot about like breastfeeding and like her issues with breastfeeding that she's had and like she's just so honest about it all and and she's also really positive about it all too so 
Um, so yeah, she's just a really encouraging person to follow. And, um, and she also posts a lot of really good vegan recipes. And I mean, I'm not a vegan, but I've tried a couple of the things that she's made on there. And one of them I made today for the Super Bowl. And it was uh, buffalo cauliflower in the air fryer because my mother-in-law has an air fryer. And if you don't know what that is, it's it doesn't actually fry anything. It's basically a like a glorified convection oven. No, not glorified. It it took ten minutes to like basically roast and crisp cauliflower. Like that takes. 45 minutes easily in the oven. So basically it's kind of like an instant pot, but for baking, but not, you can't bake like muffins in there. So, um, I don't know. It's really cool. You should look it up. Um, it's like this like contraption that you put stuff into, but that's my other recommendation is buffalo cauliflower. Basically you cut up the cauliflower, you make buffalo sauce, you, you dip in your pieces of cauliflower and then you dip them in the in panko breadcrumbs with some salt and then you just put them in the air fryer and i think it's 350 for like 10 to 15 minutes and they were really good i really liked them so that was my that's my last recommendation i can maybe i'll write that down or just i'll just give a link the pinterest link because i okay good you're in charge of the show notes i'm so tired i I am so tired also we're both sick and so it's like I'm. I don't it's know. Always a competition of who's more tired. I don't know if you could tell based on our voices that we were sick, but we are. I'm almost better. You're definitely better. I cannot handle when he's sick. <laughs> oh, why? Baby. Because I'm emotional. No, you're such a. You're not oh. emotional. You're just like, Ugh, I can't do anything. Can you please do that? <laughs> That is so not true. I spent six hours cleaning this weekend. I'm, But you were not at the worst of your sickness this weekend. You were at the worst of your sickness earlier this week. Well, for my <laughs> recommendations, I would like to recommend a band called Merriment, which yeah. is one of the siblings of, of Isley. Isley. Um, you can follow her on Instagram at Christy Dupree. She's also fun to follow on Instagram, too. She's really sweet. Yeah. I got to see her play um, with Isley. Like so did I. No, a long time ago. Oh yeah, like right before, like when like we first. Like a long time her. ago, yeah. And um, and she was so good. And uh, yeah. Anyways, and then we also got to see her play when we went to go see Isley. That was like a year ago already. A year ago. I want to see them again. Yeah, that would be fun. That will like always be one of my favorite bands. I think. Yeah. And Death Cab for Cutie. <laughs> okay. They're so good. They're still so good. Their old stuff is like timeless. Well. <sighs> also, as Cities Burn is getting back together. You already talked about that last week. It's just, I'm so excited about it. Are you? Well, on Instagram, they keep posting stories and I just like every single time have to watch it. <laughs> Subscribed to notifications. <laughs> Which, by the way, if you haven't done that for um, Hannah and I, then you should. Because no. we've got some funny stories. But oh, you get notifications when they post a story? Yeah. Oh. I think so. Um, I did the same thing for... Oh, no, it's just when they post. Well, anyways, um, I check their stories lately, and I'm 
I get like super excited thinking that I'm going to hear some new music, but they're so secretive and they don't post any new music. So I'm kind of just left hanging. But I did get to see all the guitar pedals that they're using, and it just made me so excited. Cool story. <laughs> also, if you're in search of the perfect gray t-shirt, you can join me because I just spent $30 on a t-shirt, and it was not the perfect gray t-shirt, and so I'm returning it. So thanks a lot, Buck Mason, for targeting me on oh. Instagram. It definitely is not the perfect t-shirt. And you not for you. It's the perfect t-shirt if you have the perfect body for the t-shirt. <laughs> and I also don't like the fabric, so take that. Um. Yeah, wow. Oof. Take that. <laughs> take that. Just saying alternative apparel and American apparel are both 75% better than Buck Mason's t-shirts. Yeah. So... Also, Old Navy had, uh, they had this, what, like, one line of, t- like, clothing. I don't know if it's just tops or what. But it's, like, a linen blend. It's, like, linen and cotton. I don't know if it's linen and cotton. It's a 50-50 blend? Yeah. And it's so, like, everything from, it's, like, the, remember I showed you that one time when I have the, the tank top and the gray tri-blend and the t-shirt and the long sleeve shirt of it. Because I just love that linen blend so much. I know it's linen and something else. But it's just like really, it just fits really nicely. And it's not stre- it's not super stretchy or anything, but it's like, well, actually it was pretty stretchy. I don't know. It's like so beside the point. I'm, I'm rambling now, so. Well, anyways, we're an hour and five minutes in, so it's about time for us to say oh. goodnight. Thank you for listening. We love you guys. And thanks for the voicemails, and sorry that we rambled, and I hope that you guys are able to process your emotions in a healthy way. Yes, but also, I we want to, we really want to hear what you guys have to think about this. This is like us opening up the question about processing emotions and what are, what's healthy ways to do it for, for how you, like, emote, basically. So, yeah. let us know what you think, for real, though. Is it crafting? Is it woodworking? Is it punching a bag? Those are all just hobbies. Well, maybe you can process emotions via I know, hobbies. But I mean, when I'm other frustrated, ways I go climb. I know that's great, but it's not just hobbies, though. I I don't know. I would also like to hear about people what they do, like in the moment when they're having the bad ones, the big ones, you know. So just a couple, like when you're dealing with small seasons of loneliness or depression. Or when you're dealing with having a really sad moment. What about when you're overwhelmed? Or when you're overwhelmed or when you're stressed. Or when you're having a fight with your husband. Or, or when you don't feel significant. Mm-hmm. Or when you don't feel like you're anyone's priority. Mm-hmm. <laughs> are you? What are you doing? <laughs> what? Those are just questions. <laughs> Okay. All right, guys. <laughs> and girls. Yeah, mainly girls. Mostly but girls. if you're a guy, please leave us a voicemail because I feel lonely. And if you're a girl, and if you have a friend that is a guy or a boyfriend or a husband or a brother, you know, maybe just have a listen. I think that maybe guys would like this. Well, Zach, Zach likes it. I mean, I listen to every episode. 
He loves listening to us. I'm talk. a I'm a subscriber. <laughs> I'm a Did subscriber have, to my own self. Did you have popcorn in your throat? <laughs> no, I got the cough. I got the cough. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, happy trails. Ha <laughs> ha.